Minden. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Oma Panther Basketball, live on 104.9 WQBX, online at wqbx.biz, presented by Elma College. Tonight, live from Elma High School, it's a Tri-Valley Conference matchup between the Elma Panthers and the unbeaten ninth-ranked Freeland Falcons. I'm Jeff Somerville. Tofer Goggin alongside as we welcome you into the Mercantile Bank Panther pregame show. And Tof, Freeland rolling along. Unbeaten on the season, atop the Tri-Valley Conference standings. Elma wants to stay within striking distance. Uh, a big conference matchup here tonight at Elma High School. What can we expect? Uh, unbeaten and largely unscared. Oh, freely. completely, you know, yeah. They, they have one tight loss to Alpena in a non-conference game. A win, a game. tight sorry, win, sorry, sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you. One, one close win to Alpena in a non-conference game uh, that they trailed after three quarters and pulled out by three. Other than that, a 12-point win against Elma, and everybody else they've beaten by 17 or more. Uh, very, very impressive. Of course, playing in the Tri-Valley is not a cakewalk. No. Uh, and so that's against a pretty decent schedule, and John Fatale has this team humming along. Uh, obviously, this is critical if Elma wants to hold on to any hope of it a is. conference title. They've got to get one here and hope that someone downstream could also pull an upset against Freeland. But it's also an important game from Freeland's standpoint because they're in a battle for the number one seed in their district with 12-1 and one A big Carlton. one, yeah. Now, on some level, it's more important to get a seed than it is to be the one seed or the two seed because of the randomness sure. and the rest yeah, of the Sure, yeah, you don't know the rest. But there's still just a pride aspect to it up there in your head, exactly. And right now, according to the computer numbers, Freeland a little bit behind Carlton, a win against 10-2 and two Elma would go a long ways to lob the Falcons up to the top and to secure their chances of a Tri-Valley Conference. A win tonight would basically pull things down to just Freeland and Frankenmuth as contenders. Yeah, and exactly. Elma win tonight, and all three of those teams are in the mix. So, um, you know, a lot on the line here. Elma going to look at the matchup between these two squads back in the second week of January and have a lot of things that they would like to improve specifically their defense against Josh Elliott, right. who tagged him for 30 points. Yeah, Elmo was in that game, you know, down early, came back uh, right in the game till about the four-minute mark of the ball game, and that's when Freeland just took over. Elma turned the ball over, and I, I felt late in that game, Elma forced a lot of shots late, uh, a lot of quick, short possessions that resulted in uh, one-and-dones, missed shots, and easy Freeland uh, rebounds, and then had to be fouled, obviously. Yeah. Forced shots, and I also thought forced post entries. That oh, they gosh, desperately yes. Desperately tried to get the ball inside yep. to people who weren't open yep. and, and gave Freeland a lot of free possessions out of doing that. Strongly agree with that statement. And, you know, we, we saw the same sort of thing bite Elma just uh, their next game against Bridgeport. Right. Uh, they kind of fell into that same trap where they led almost the entire game against Bridgeport, but then the Bearcats made a run late. And when push came to shove in the last minute and a half or so of that game, Elma fell into those same problems. Haven't seen them since then. Panthers back on a nice winning streak now. Now they haven't played the, quite the level of competition, obviously, of what Freeland is. But I feel like when put in that position again, Elma would be better. Uh, they were somewhat put in it uh, in their last Friday. game on Friday against sure. Garber. Well, I mean... I and they responded beautifully. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to find out tonight is how does Elma fare against top-level competition. They haven't seen Frankenmuth yet. Those gave that game postponed, now rescheduled to the 15th next Tuesday night. The, the Frankenmuth Eagles will come to town. Um, but, yeah, we're going to learn. We already have learned that Elma has got – uh, the ability to stare down some adversity because they had to deal Couple with times, that yeah. at Garber exactly on and Friday at Glenn night. when they trailed twelve nothing in the ball game yep. 
and but but most recently on Friday yep. against a Garber team that brought a lot of weapons to the table and and had Elman a world of hurt. Garber went on a 15-0 oh, yeah, run at sure. the end of the first half to lead by 10, pushed that out to 11 in the third quarter. Chris Brown took a timeout. Well, it was a packed house and it was rocking at Garber too. Yeah, not not a particularly comfortable place to play. Elma at that point was in a position that Michael Howie and Sam Rosales had both been held scoreless in the first half. Sam Lapine hadn't done a lot. Really, only Connor Lemerand scoring uh, along with Cade Sutherland had kept Elma right. in that game at all. And then finally, the other guys got things going. And by the time all was said and done, Elma had, I don't want to say a comfortable, but they had a seven-point victory that right. was not in question at the buzzer. No. And, uh, you know, they'll feel very good about that, about going over there and, and coming away with that. You called it a signature win of this team so far this year. That could quickly be replaced as the signature win if Elma did the same thing tonight. Um, but I think you're, you're going to find out. This is this is where you measure how far you've come, how much have you learned. And what kind of adjustments did you make? I mean, you gave up an easy 30 to Josh Elliott. Right. I, I felt like Elliott in the beginning of that game was quiet at times even. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you look at the score sheet at the end of the day, and in the second half he completely took over. And not just with the three-point shooting. He's added the ability to slash and get to the basket right down the middle of the lane. We saw him time and time and time again just cut right through the Panther defense for easy layups. Elma's got to find a way to contain that tonight. Well, and that was one of the things that we identified live during the game, yes. that Elma was struggling adjusting to Freeland's offense. John Fattel, um really hasn't changed a ton at Freeland, to, to my no. perception at least. They run a, what is known as a Princeton offense that has a lot of backdoor cuts, meaning people cutting behind the defense to the basket, trying to get a pass to him right there underneath the basket. Freeland did that a number of times, and Elma was just slow to react to it and gave they up were. a few easy buckets and, along and, the way. And Elma, I'm not sure, has fixed that. I've still seen that cause problems for the Panthers at times this year. I know they're going to start the game with Connor Lemerand one-on-one -on, -one on Elliott. That is something that we were kind of asking for during the game uh, over at Freeland. And I think finally towards the end, Lemerand might have been on Elliott a little bit, but uh, maybe not. I think it was primarily Rosales that was on Elliott that night. The one thing that concerns me, Tove, is... In the game over there, a couple things, actually. Elma hit a bunch of threes. They didn't play too badly, uh, especially offensively. And, frankly, Freeland doesn't play the greatest defense at all times because they can lean on their offense true. all they want. True. It's not a signature. But, but the That's one true. thing that really concerns me is I felt Bryson Huckabee did not play well in the game over there. And it's not often that Bryson Huckabee does not play well. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and, and it's interesting because the scorebook would not – agree with that because he had 14 he points, didn't look good exactly but you're right he he did not look particularly comfortable handling the ball elma got him frustrated a couple yeah. of times bryson huckabee if folks aren't familiar with him four-year starting quarterback for freeland he's started, just downright great basically yeah, started 40 games for the freeland falcons football team took him to the semifinals out there and has shifted into a point guard role this year which maybe is not his truest position on the basketball no. court he's you know, as a quarterback, he was built like a linebacker. He's 6'4", 210 pounds. Um, and, and Elma was able to put a little bit of heat on him and get him flustered a little bit. And surely they will try to do that again tonight uh, because Freeland wants to use Elliott more as a shooting guard. They, they want to set him up sure. rather than having him directing the traffic. So we'll see whether Elma is able to do that. That being said, you know, you hear these numbers. Oh, my gosh, Josh Elliott, 30 points. Well, look at Elliott's stats. This is through 10 games of their 12 on the season. That was the last complete update that I had. 20.3 points per game. That is a huge number at the it high is. school level. Four rebounds, over three assists, 
claiming to shoot 71% from the floor. I don't know if that's accurate, but if it's even close to that, that's unheard of. 43% yeah. from three-point range and 88% from the line. Those are the kind of numbers that you can build a team around, and that's exactly what Freeland has done. But they've got a nice supporting cast. Oh, it's not do. the deepest, but their top four it's are not. as good as anybody that you're going to see with adding to Huckabee and Elliott. Alex Dooley, Colin LeBaron. Yep. Talk about LeBaron. You know, you, you focus too much on Elliott. Free, or Frankenmuth came out, ran their 1-3-1 one, one zone. Yeah. LeBaron, who's the, the real three-point bomber, seven threes in the first half. Yeah. yeah. That's what can happen to you if you focus too much on Elliott. And that's a concern I had. I, LeBaron had four threes in one of the games against Elma last year and either three or four in the other one. So he's a guy that can light it up in a hurry. He's a great shooter. Uh, Andrew Kowalski, he'll kind of stand over in the corner, and he can shoot the three as well. He Honestly, he doesn't get the ball very much in this offense. But, um, yeah, it's, it's actually Jacob Kowalski who we'll see more of. There are two Kowalskis on the, on the roster. Oh, right, Jacob, right, right. Jacob yep. is the starter. Yep, Andrew Kowalski. may come off the bench. Uh, but you're right. He, he, is, he gets lost in the shuffle a little bit in this Freeland unit. But the thing is, Freeland's 12-0. We don't have a recipe to tell you about of how you beat them because nope. nobody's figured it out yet. We're going to pause now for the National Anthem Basketball coming up next on 104.9 WQVX. Graduate in four years or repay your tuition for an extra semester. That's the Alma commitment. Alma College offers a personalized education with multiple paths and experiences leading to success, including opportunities for internships, research, the arts, and athletics. Find your place at Alma College. Call 800-321-ELMA for information or visit us on the web at elma.edu. Rise and shine, it's time for the best breakfast in Gratiot County, Elma's Main Cafe. Whether it's eggs, omelets, French toast, or biscuits and gravy, the Main Cafe has something for everybody. Can't make it out of bed before 11? No worries. They've got a delicious lunch menu that includes burgers, wraps, and sandwiches. And don't forget about their house-made soups, always made from scratch. Elma's Main Cafe is open 8 to 3 Monday through Thursday and 8 to 8 on Fridays. If you're in need of food for your next event, don't forget the Main Cafe also smokes their own meat and has a catering option with menus for any occasion. Follow Elma's Main Cafe on Facebook today. At Revolution Electric, we're committed to helping you with your electrical needs. Specializing in commercial and residential electric, data services, hot tubs and pools, landscape and parking lots. Revolution Electric is also the area's premier installer of Generac generators. Keep your family safe and have peace of mind with a Generac generator. Call today for a free estimate. If you're looking for high-quality personal service, Revolution Electric should be your choice. At Revolution Electric, we'll give you the attention and personal service you've come to expect and enjoy. Fully licensed and insured at Revolution Electric, we do it right the first time. Contact Steve Block today at 989-621-3597. Revolution Electric is a proud supporter of Alma Panther Sports. It's Bob and Sherry in the morning and the best hits all day long on WQBX, Alma Mount Pleasant, Mid-Michigan 104.9. Back at Elma High School, starting lineup introductions underway for Elma and Freeland. Before we get to the main cafe, main recipe for success, kind of want to loop back 
we've sort of told folks about everything that went wrong for Elma yeah. against Freeland. A lot of things went it right did. They over did. there. I mean, you don't hang within 12 of Freeland by accident. No, it's one of the better games Elma's played this yeah. year. Including when Alex Dooley went out with foul trouble in the first half, Sam Lapine became very effective. Suddenly, Elma was able to get the ball into the post, and Sam was able to get it done. So this is a situation where Elma does have some positives to pull on as well. Which of those are your keys for the main recipe for success? Well, the main cafe, main recipe for success, what I was thinking, uh, goes kind of right along with what you were saying. Elma needs to be aggressive offensively early on here in this game. Maybe get a couple of the Falcons into foul trouble because that bench is not deep. Well, Jeff, we, the, the fact of the matter is that bench, we don't really know because Freeland leans so heavily on its starters that you know, there's a reason th those folks haven't been pressed into service. There are some familiar names. There's another Bacchus on there. It's not Garrett. It's Grant, yep. uh, who is now a senior. But you're right. We haven't seen the Somebody folks. like a Luke East is a pretty good player. Uh, Garrett Pistro and Jacob Kundinger can come in and, and bang around pretty good. Yeah, those guys are good athletes off that Freeland football team that went to the semis, lost in a barn burner to Chelsea, who then went on to play one of the most exciting state championship games in MHSAA history against Unity Christian and win. So Freeland basically uh, three points away and about three yards away from beating the eventual state yeah. champs in football. Starters, as we've told you about, Josh Elliott, Colin LeBaron, Jacob Kowalski, Bryson Huckabee, Alex Dooley for Freeland. It'll be Lemoran, Stamball, Rosales, Lapine, and Howie for Elma. And Lapine wins the opening tip. We're underway. Elma moving from the far end towards the near end. That's more or less right to left. We're right in the corner. Stamball bounces it into Howie as things get underway. He'll kick it back out. One dribble from Rosales who cuts in and passes it back out. Now Howie going to try to back down Huckabee. Wings it across court, outside for a three-point look from Lemoran. That's in and out, no good. Rebound tipped up high. Offensive rebound, Howie, and a lefty layup is good. Good job by Howie and Lapine to keep that ball alive. And a nice move by Michael for the first two. And we see right here, Elliott will bring it up on the first possession, not Huckabee. Go down low to Huckabee, where Howie's got the defensive assignment. He drops it off and a cut, and LeBaron misses Ooh. a fairly easy layup. Too close for Cullum. That was yep, a nice cut along the baseline. Stambaugh. Stambaugh oh. comes up short as well. On All the way, layup. though. It was actually Kowalski who missed the layup, so he may not appreciate that being pointed out, but LeBaron will. Yeah. Nonetheless, two to nothing. Missed layups at both ends, one for each team. Dooley at the left elbow, and there's a beautiful cut. That's Elliott sneaking through traffic and appearing off the cloaking device at the other end for a layup to tie the game. A lot of good motion from the Freeland offense. Uh, we noticed that the first game as well. About a 45-degree angle cut across the lane. That's how he goes low for the Elma, or at the Elma end. A righty hook shot, no good. Lapine gets the rebound. He travels with it, and now the Freeland student section could do the back-to-basics chant. They chanted it at an Elma offensive rebound, which was somewhat ill-timed, but then Lapine traveled with it afterwards, and Freeland gets it back. We got some strong voices down in that student section. Yes. 6.30 to play first quarter, 2-2 two to two here between 12-0 Freeland, 10-2 Elma. Bounce pass to Dooley at the right elbow. Slings over his hand or over his head to try to rip a pass down low. It's tipped by Lapine, stolen by Stambaugh. Stambaugh lobs it inside. That's poked away by Dooley. That's what Elma had yep, trouble right with there. before. They tried to get it to Lapine, and Dooley would deny, and that's what happens. An Elma turnover down low to Dooley at the Freeland end. Up top, blocked by Lapine. Ball loose. Who's going to run to it? Tipped ahead, and Lapine on the fast break. The big man holds it up, drops it out. To Rosales, now to Lemoran for three, way long, but right into the lap of Rosales for a putback two. 
Sometimes if you're going to miss, <laughs> miss big. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he did there. 4-2 Alma with 5.40 to play in the first quarter. Here's LeBaron with his first offensive touch. A low bounce pass to Dooley, just inside the three-point line. Now to Elliott, bounces it back to Dooley on the little screen and roll, and Dooley's got a nice easy finish. Just great ball movement from Freeland here early on. They, they see the floor so well. Yeah. Four to four early. Michael Howie for Elma. Inside, now back out to Rosales on the logo. Left side, Stambaugh puts it on the floor against Kowalski. Now picks his dribble up, bounces it cross court onto the right side to Lemoran, who bounces it back to Stambaugh. Rosales flashes through, Stambaugh goes left, drives, jump stops, kicks it out. Rosales didn't want the open three. He's got one from Howie instead in the corner. That's an air ball long, and it goes right to Kowalski. A couple of way long triples from Elmer early on here. Might be a little jazzed up. Stambaugh tries to go for the backcourt steal against Kowalski and gets too much of Kowalski himself, called for the foul. That's Mason's first. Early sub this time for Freeland. Kundinger. There we'll go. To Jacob Kundinger, or a running back off that Freeland football team. He was not the first one in over there, from my he recollection. A steal from Rosales. Elma off to the races, and Lapine has it knocked away. Good hands by Dooley to recognize that Lapine at 6'10", not used to having to dribble it in from the top of the key. Pass came a little early from Rosales, probably. A couple of great defensive recoveries for Freeland here in a tie ball game. Stambaugh for Elma at their end. Rosales in front of the Freeland bench. Yeah, you know, Freeland not known really for their defense, but looking good early on here. Driving in, Stambaugh leaves it to Lemoran. He'll drive the lane a little out of control and an offensive foul as he collides with Dooley. Good work by Dooley to tumble over backwards. Yeah. That call could have gone either way. I thought it was going to be a no call, to be perfectly honest. Freeland walks it up, drops it to Huckabee at the left elbow. He'll dribble across the lane. Another backdoor cut this time. It's Kundinger down the right side of the lane, and he's got an easy layup. Elma defense getting caught really flat-footed by those cuts to the basket. Seen that play multiple times, and so far Elma has not been able to stop it. Six to four. Freeland just a two-point advantage at the midpoint of the first quarter. Freeland looking for win number 13 against no losses. Across the lane at the Elma end, the ball stripped away from Lapine, kept alive by Stamball. He drives in, draws contact from Dooley. That's a great That's, body control yeah. move from Stamball. That's a good, strong play by Stamball, too. He had three open around the perimeter, but knew that he needed to get some offense right away when he had the opportunity. Went right to the basket, went up strong. He'll shoot two. Mason averaging just a little under five a game on the season. Elma is at their best when Stamball is being assertive going to the basket. Uses the whole rim and makes the first free throw. A couple of 12-point games this year. Had four against Freeland over there. Stambaugh had the lone extra point for Elma in a 40-7 football loss against Freeland back in week two. Huckabee threw for three touchdowns and three interceptions in that one. Stambaugh's second foul shot, no good, so Elma plays on down by one, six to five. Freeland gets it inside to Dooley, passes it cross court, corner three, Kundinger, it's long, and Lapine up over the top, but Dooley wrestles the rebound away from him. 
Freeland keeps it alive. Back to Kundinger in the same spot. He'll try it off the dribble. Tried to sling a pass. It just gets to Elliott, who had to keep it from going out of bounds. He drives in in an offensive foul as Rosales stood his ground. Yeah, same call as at the other end from the same official, and I think he probably got them both right. Rosales brings it up. Alma down by one at six to five. Ball to Howie, little pump fake down low. Now right to Lemorand who lobs it. Tulipine makes the catch along the right baseline. Trapped just Ooh, a little bit behind the basket. Forced a little bit there. Up, tried the shot, couldn't get it. Long outlet, Kundinger, Stamball comes back. He's too late, gets called for the foul, and Kundinger makes the bucket. Mason's got to knock him to the ground if he's going to commit that foul. It's also Stamball's second, which will send him to the bench. Well, maybe not. There I think is. so, yeah. Rosales yeah. was walking over to the bench, but he just wanted to chat with Coach Chris Brown. Cade Sutherland, who had really the first of his big games this season against Freeland over there with seven, and he's had a couple of them lately. Free throw, no good from Kundinger, but an offensive rebound, Huckabee. Freeland making Elma pay the price, and there's a three, and it's LeBaron. That's what he did all first half long against Frankenmuth in route to a total of 23 points, and just like that, it's 11 to five. Elma's getting beat up on the boards, and they shouldn't be. Lemoran going to try to drive, gets it into the right hand, short on the layup, rebound, Dooley wanted to run, doesn't have anybody to help him, he'll have to do it himself. Waits at the three-point line, cross-court, quick trigger, three, LeBaron got another. Very good at timeout, they can't get lined up defensively. Now Chris Brown pauses it, 14-5, to five, Freeland in a nice little run, 2.27 to go in the first. On sale now at Hammond Wholesale, new and in-stock French door, side-by-side, and top-mount refrigerators. Also in stock and ready to go are white, black, stainless and black stainless refrigerators. Don't forget the fully warrantied front load and top load washers and dryers, dishwashers, freezers, and both gas and electric stoves, all from brands like LG, Samsung, Whirlpool, GE, and more. Mattresses for the home or cottage, new from just $99. Sleeper couches, sectionals, recliners, and more. Delivery, setup, and haul away on any item. Shop their new scratch and dent stock for additional savings. Hammond Wholesale in downtown Carson City. 14 to five, Freeland heats up back-to-back -back triples from Cullum LeBaron, the latest exclamation point. And Zelma has had a couple of defensive breakdowns. Freeland's made a couple of nice defensive plays. And then you put it all together and suddenly it's a nine point lead. Elma just really struggling to get lined up defensively. And then when they do, they're caught flat-footed on the backdoor cuts. Any time that uh, the Panthers have, have struggled this season, it's been on the defensive end, really. Howie to Lemerand. Over onto the right side, Rosales as Elma comes out of the timeout, down by nine. Howie gets it back in the free throw circle, scoops it out to Rosales. Sam points to his right, and Howie flashes out to take a pass. Pumps one down underneath. With Huckabee right in his face, tries to take Huckabee off the dribble, dribbles it right off Bryson's leg, and a kick out is tipped out of bounds by Elliott to Elma. Another situation right there, though, where Elma not coming to the ball on the offensive side. Rosales controls with 152 to play in the first. Elma down by nine, 14 to five. They spin a pass to Lemerand at the line. He drives in, and his hook shot is swallowed by Elliott. Beautiful one-handed Great defensive block. play there by Josh Elliott. Very clean inside, and Dooley takes it against Lapine. Lapine partially blocks that one. That's just the height advantage coming into play. 
Good defense there, one-on-one -on -one by Sam. Alma comes back, still looking to get off five points where they've been stuck for a while now. Sutherland up top, rifles it into the corner. Rosales contested three, high bounce out to Lapine. Offensive rebound keeps it alive. Now Rosales drives and gets a reach-in call on Huckabee. I don't think Chris Brown's going to be very happy with that shot selection. Lapine had position down low finally, and Rosales decided to try the three first. Gabe Blanchard in as a post replacement. He played a lot of minutes in the first half of the first game with Dooley in foul. Had to, yeah. Freeland in control here so far, though, 14-5 early. 110 to play first quarter. Rosales passes it out to Howie. Back to Rosales in the corner. Bobs it in. Lapine caught in the middle of a double team, and Blanchard reaches around and clips Sam on the wrist. It'll be the fourth Freeland team foul. We'll see if Elma focuses on Lapine right now. Dooley doesn't have to sit for long with no foul right. trouble, but this was when Elma capitalized in the first game. Howie hands to Rosales, who takes a lot of steps, but somehow is allowed to play on, dribbles in, misses a layup. Rebound goes to Howie. He's going to put it back up strong, too strong. In fact, that rebound loose and secured by Blanchard. Howie tries to tie him up, and Blanchard comes away with it, gets it to Huckabee, and now Not a two lined on up two defensively. Break, and it's a deep three. LeBaron can't get this one to fall, and a good rebound by Lemoran. LeBaron will hit that one seven, eight out of ten times that open. Alma definitely gets away with one there. Massive foul by Lapine. Make sure that that is the signal it is. As Rosales took it off the dribble, the official slow with the signal, but everybody he, reacted that way. He set a moving screen, and then he grabbed the Freeland player after the moving well, screen. Well, if your moving so. screen doesn't get the job done, you might as well finish what? it off. You could have gotten him for two there, maybe. <laughs> First on Lapine. Still 14-5. Both teams now have stalled out a little bit. Elliott drops it to Huckabee. Wide open three-point look. That's not as much Bryson's shot as some of the others, but Kundinger an offensive rebound. His putback well off, but Elliott finishes on try number three. Three chances right there. 16 to 5, 12 seconds left in the quarter. Rosales loses the handle on it, trying to dribble through a lot of traffic, and it sets off a three-on-one the other way. Kundinger gets it across. Elliott, nice catch on a high bounce and the finish. And 18 to 5 is Elma trying to hustle in the final second of the quarter. Lemoran does not get the shot off, which didn't go in anyway. 18-5, Freeland after one, the number nine team in the state holding court so far. We'll be back. Draco Federal Credit Union is celebrating 16 years of serving Gratiot County, and we'd like you to join the celebration. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Gratiot County, we welcome you to join us. From low-dollar payday advance loans to high-dollar home equity loans, Graco FCU has a variety of loans to fit your needs. And if it's convenience you're looking for, we offer 24-hour online account access at GracoFCU.org and on our mobile app. There's free online bill pay, CheckDef, our remote deposit capture service, nationwide access to surcharge-free ATMs, and much more. All from our new convenient location at 835 West Warwick Drive in Elma, close to the hospital, the high school, and your favorite fast food and pharmacy. Choose Draco Federal Trade Union, homegrown in Gratiot County, by Gratiot County, for Gratiot County. Not the first quarter that Elma had envisioned for this rematch against Freeland, trailing 18-5. to 
Uh, and Freeland getting a lot of easy buckets. Way too easy. Uh, they shoot 8 of 15 from the floor, 2 of 5 from three-point land. All five of those triples were wide open looks, too. Alma not rotating well, not closing out well. Frankly, not doing much of anything well on the defensive end. I think they should maybe try his own personally, but... Personnel switch and a beautiful yep. pass around the perimeter and then an entry to Huckabee starts the quarter. He's got his first two. It's now 20-5. to five. Almost got Delvon Pasco Ward in there for Lapine down in the paint. Freeland again, the ball movement just too much here so far. Elma can't play man-to-man -man against this team. They've got to go zone if they want a shot. Rosales lobs it too high for Howie and stolen away by Dooley down low. And then to your point in the pregame, they're trying to force everything inside. Barron drives baseline, bounces it to Huckabee, swings it over to Kundinger. Kundinger in the lane, little floating jumper, good from nine feet. Kundinger playing well off the bench Six here. Six points, yeah. Nice little surprise for Freeland that at least we haven't seen, and I haven't seen no, it reflected in not the really stats at all. too much. 22 to five. Freeland in the midst of an enormous run. This game was six to five. This is a 16-0 run. For Freeland, Pasco Ward has it stripped right out of his hands by Dooley. No motion at all there from the Elma offense. Yeah, that was a lot of standing around. Elliott drives, almost loses it off his shoe, and Rosales pounces on that. Yeah, that one yeah. went off his foot. The whistle he, did, he did his best to corral it back, yeah. but. The whistle, by the way, is on LeBaron afterwards, reaching after Rosales yeah. had the ball. Elman's going to get Hunter in there. Bacchus. And then Kowalski comes back for Freeland. So Pasco Ward, Sutherland, Hunter, Lemerand, and Rosales for Elma, trailing 22 to 5. 6.40 to play in the first half. Sutherland bounces it inside. Hunter with one dribble, a lean, and a miss. And now gets it to Dooley, or Dooley rather, gets it Not on the matched rebound. Up. And he goes all the way, drops it off, and Kundinger yeah, to finish with an offensive foul on Dooley first. Great job by Sutherland to get where he needed to get. It was his only chance. It was very much not his man. Huckabee comes in for Dooley, who now does pick up his second. Yep. We'll see. That is what happened in the first game. Dooley had two fairly early in the second quarter. That's when Elmo was able to come from behind, but not this far behind. Right. They did not face a 17-point deficit at any point in that game, losing by 12. Remember that Freeland has beaten everybody other than Elma and Alpina by at least 17. Sutherland to Lemerand, squares for three from the left corner and hits it. And Elma finally ends the run. Yeah, Elma's going to need a lot more from Lemerand if they want to come back in this one. 22 to 8. Jacob Kowalski bounces it at the top of the key. Backdoor cut, and they get it to him through Huckabee. He kicks it back out. Now all the way through Kundinger. Back to Kundinger. Extra feed down to Huckabee, who had that look. But comes up short he on the layup. bobbled it just a little bit, though. A little bit of defensive pressure from Pasco Ward. Elma quickly the other way and off the dribble. Lemoran drives in. He's got five. Halfway to extending his streak to 13 straight games in double figures. He's done it all 12 so far this year. And a steal. A little pressure along the sidelines. Lemoran gets the steal, drives, layup, good. Probably want to get a quick timeout if you're Coach Fatel here. Connor Lemoran. Just to be careful. Elma's ratcheted that pressure up. 22 to 12, Elma back within 10 with 5-10 to play in the first half. Huckabee looked for the backdoor cut, this time Kundinger not quite quick enough to get behind Sutherland. Ball over to Kowalski, and now bounce to LeBaron, lobbed underneath. This time the cut works, and a nice over-the-head reverse. It's eight now for Kundinger, leading the way for Freeland. 
Solis to Lemerand at the LMN. He's been hot. He's got seven here after a slow start. Connor drives, passes it off to Rosales, back to Lemerand in the left corner. Wants a three to match the one from the other side. This one short rebound to Pasco Ward, though Elmo get another crack at this. Rosales off a kick out, looks for three, and he's got it. There's the timeout. Freeland pauses it, they'll chat. 24 to 15, Elma coming back, we'll be back. Customer satisfaction, quality work, and fair prices is what you deserve, and it's what you get at J&J Giles Tire Service. J&J features Cooper tires for passenger cars and light trucks. Also, J&J has tires for lawnmowers and trailer needs. Remember to bring your general repair auto projects to J&J Giles Tire Service on Superior Street in downtown Alma. J&J Giles Tire Service is a proud supporter of all our local student athletes. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Visit the Doreen Schultz Insurance Agency at DoreenSchultz.com or call 989-463-4918. Elma answers Freeland's 20, or sorry, 16-0 run to lead 22-6 with a 10-2 run of their own. Back within nine at 24-15, 4-26 to play in the second quarter. Yeah, turning up the pressure has been Elma. They've switched, uh, they've gone full court press, they've gone half court trap, and uh, just showing a little bit more sense of urgency on the offensive end as well. And speaking of urgency, Freeland urgently goes back to yes, Alex Dooley with two fouls. Four minutes to go in the first half. We'll see if Elma wants to go at him right now. Freeland will get it to him on a lob and he catches and shoots while airborne. A beautiful job off the Elliott assist. Freeland back by 11. Down low, cutting Lapine too strong on a layup. Huckabee with the denial there. And Bryson grabs the rebound along outlet to LeBaron. Squares, fires. Boy, he gets that three out of his hand in a hurry. This one misses. Kundinger flies through, spikes the rebound to himself. Great job by Kundinger to keep that in bounds. Huckabee with 3.51 to go in the second quarter. Freeland by 11. Corner, three-point try. LeBaron again. This one's perfect. How can you leave that wide open time after time after time? Three first-half triples for LeBaron. He had seven in the first half against Frankenmuth. Hunter for Elma, passes it out. Rosales doesn't want the open three, drives, has it stripped by Kundinger. Ball loose on the floor. Sam gets there, but then loses That's it off, off his Elma. hand out of bounds. Yep, yep definitely. <laughs> Sam had it for a moment, leaning, reaching up over his own head. That could be kind of walking in circles down there. I wonder if he landed awkwardly. He looks like he's trying to jog something out. I don't know. He looks awkward all the time, and then you look at the end of the day, and he's got 15 points in this triple right here. There's three for him right there, and that's five in the first half. Little screen, little pick and pop, they would call it. And right back to a 17-point Freeland advantage. An 8-0 run to answer Elma's 10-2 run. All based on Dooley returning. He really has been the key to Freeland's he's the success key. in Absolutely. the rivalry, even though Elliott scored 30 in the first game. It all happened when Dooley was on the floor. Rosales to Howie in the foul circle, lobs it to Lapine, and Lapine with a nice catch. That time Dooley got spun around and Sam's got the finish for his first two of the night. Elliott with a look to Coach John Fattel on the sidelines. Coach Fattel hired at age 25, now in his third season. He might be around a while. Yeah, no kidding. Bounce pass inside to Huckabee. 
Kicks it out. Elliott wide open three-point look, and that's good. They find the open. Just wide open. Every time. 35 to 17. Freeland, an 18-point edge, their biggest. Lemoran drives along the baseline, gets it blocked away by Kundinger, the rebound to Huckabee. Three on three the other way. Huckabee gonna try to take it, now passes it off. Elliott drops to Kundinger, who bobbles it, and Rosales again seizes that and heads in Elma's direction. Inside, keeps it himself, nice layup from Sam. Good job there by Rosales, kind of faked like he was gonna pass it across, so the defender just stopped, and Rosales able to cruise in, lay it up and good. Rosales seven, Lemoran seven. Elma cuts it to 16 with a minute 47 to play in the half. Elliott off a screen, deep three, rolling around, almost got the second bounce to go. Boy, Freeland bailed out on that rebound. They did. Rosales got that one uncontested. He drops it off to Howie, who drives down the lane, kicks it back out to Rosales. Thought about that quick trigger three, finds Sutherland instead, lobbed inside through a double team. Lapine, another good layup. I feel like Sam Rosales has played a really strong first half of basketball here. Now, we also see that if Elma can get the ball to Lapine, then he can succeed down yeah. there, back-to-back -back possessions. Freeland's lead is 14. Kundinger leaves it in the hands of Dooley at the right elbow, bounces it inside to Elliott, who's trapped in the lane, may need to get out three, of there. This is close four, to three. It's a long five. Five. ball knocked out of bounds off of Dooley. Elma gets this, but yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was free parking for Elliott. Yeah. The net result the same. Substitutions for Freeland. Garrett Pistro comes in for his first appearance of the night. Blanchard is back. Those two, along with LeBaron, Huckabee, and Elliott, duly back to the bench with the two fouls and a minute to play in the half. It was a 1-2-2 full court zone. And a foul it's going to end up getting Elma to the line. Other one stepped through the trap and got the foul call on Pistro. Cade coming off seven all in the first half against Garber on Friday. He's had seven, six, and seven in his last three games. Heavily wrapped left arm there for Sutherland. Yeah, forearm, so, so hand is free, but a full wrap up to the elbow, not just a wrist like you would sometimes see. Comes up short on the front end. And Freeland by 14 with the ball in the final minute of the half. By Morand with the defense against Elliott. Bit of a double team, you get the switch, and then Huckabee throws it away, stolen by Rosales. Long outlet, leaping catch, Lemerand, great job to control Ooh. it and lays it up and in with the fingers. Great body control from Lemerand. Impressive one-handed catch and to be able to then slam the brakes on an angle towards the basket. 35, 23, 28 seconds left. Lemoran called for a foul that's gonna send Elliott to the line. No, no shot on the oh, floor. Okay. I could hear the official yell no shot. Okay. So it is, however, the second on Lemoran. And so he's gonna have to take a seat. Not a big deal at this point. Elma's transition offense has been excellent tonight. The half court set's not so good. The half-court defense, not so good. Transition offense, very good. 35-23, 27 seconds left in the half. Kowalski to Huckabee. Puts it on the floor, gets around Howie. Howie recovers nicely. Inside Elliott, spins to his right layup. Stops. That one's going to count. And one with a foul on Rosales. Looked like an extra step there to me. A jump and then another jump. Elliott with 11. He's going to ask to play Elma more often. He said averaging over 20 a game through his first 10, had 30 against Elma in the first matchup. Chance at a three-point play right here. Foul shot good from the 88% free throw shooter. Well, you would expect that. Indeed. Elma's got 15 seconds. Elma's got to show 15. some urgency here. Cross half court to Howie. 
Picks up his dribble over to Sutherland. Open three-point look. Good look. Long, long rebound out. Pasco Ward's got it with six seconds and draws a foul, and that'll get Dell to the line for a one-and-one. One. Now, Pasco Ward grabbing the rebounds once he came in there. He's also been largely guarding the point guard, Bryson Huckabee, a lot of the time. He's got that unique free throw routine. Big high eight-foot bounce, and the first one good. Worked just fine. Held scoreless in the first matchup between these teams, averaging about a point and a half per game, but contributes tremendously on the defensive end and on the glass. And getting better as the season progresses. Had four catches for 30, 39 yards in the football game between these teams. Misses the second free throw, long rebound out, and then Rosales heads to the corner, tries a three, and gets hacked by Blanchard with 2.8. That's the last thing you want to see if you're freeling. Yeah, that, that was not a foul that needed to be committed as a, a fall away three-point try from Rosales into the Freeland bench is going to result in three free ones. John Fattel talking to the official about it, but it looked pretty clear to me as Rosales yeah, got, got blasted right onto his back. Got taken out. Never seen anybody who really embodies the definition of rattling home a free throw. Oh, gosh, yes. The way yes. Sam does. A well, there's lower, no air under him. Yeah, a little lower trajectory. The first one uses But all he's a good foul shooter. Well, exactly. He's the one that Elma chooses to shoot the technical Absolutely. foul Absolutely. He's made the first two. One more to come, and this could cut it to 11. With 2.8 seconds, it does not. Long rebound comes out. Kundinger gets to it, heaves it a little early, but almost. That was almost, pretty impressive, uh, actually. Almost drew backboard from 65 feet. Buzzer sounds, Freeland by 12. 38-26, we'll pause. Come back with a pizza one-minute halftime report right after this. It's Bob and Sherry in the morning, and the best hits all day long on WQBX, Elma, Mount Pleasant, mid-Michigan, 104.9. If you are thinking of eating out tonight but don't know where to go, look no further than Pizza One in downtown Elma. The dining room at Pizza One is now open. Pizza One offers the best pizzas, sticks, calzones, and salads around, and they have eight beers on draft. Want to stay home? Pizza One offers carryout and delivery, too. Be sure to join us every Wednesday during the football season for the Elma Coaches Show with Elma College head football coach Jason Couch. Be sure to check out Pizza One on Facebook for their most recent special. Hi, everybody. This is Mike Miller from Commercial Bank. Listen, if you're looking for a hassle-free way of moving your personal or business account, the switch is simple with Commercial Bank. We'll help you with everything, from organizing automatic deposits and withdrawals to helping you set up your bill pay. We'll make the transition seamless. We've been doing business since 1893, so you can rest easy knowing that we're here to stay. Our convenient locations around Gratiot County include Elma, Ithaca, Middleton, and St. Louis. Come in and transfer your accounts to Commercial Bank today. You work hard for your money, and we'll work hard for you. Commercial Bank is a member of the FDIC and is an equal housing lender. It's time to start thinking about playoff brackets for winter sports, and the running community loses a huge advocate. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Welcome to February and the home stretch of our winter sports regular season and start of our postseason tournament. Boys and girls basketball will again seed the top two teams in each district using the Michigan Power Rating, or MPR. For hockey, the top two teams in each regional will be seeded using MPR, 
This process was used for the first time in hockey during last year's postseason. NPR updates in real time, and you can search by the entire state, by division, or even within a specific district for basketball or regional for hockey. You can also see how each team's NPR was calculated by clicking on that team's name. The top-seeded teams will be placed on opposite sides of the bracket, allowing for a potential matchup of top seeds in the district final for basketball or regional final for hockey. You can always check the live NPR table for each sport by going to mhsaa.com slash NPR. The hockey bracket will be announced on Sunday, February 13th, the girls' basketball bracket on Sunday, February 20th, and the boys' bracket one week after that on Sunday, February 27th. For tournament dates and locations, check out mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Detroit Denby's Amanda Stewart. She hit a game-winning three-pointer with just 12 seconds left and a 43-41 win over Detroit Mumford. The win moves Denby to 8-3 and three overall and 4-2 and two in the public school league blue division. Birmingham United's Ben Catlin, the hockey forward, scored twice in a 5-2 win over the M1 Griffins. The win moves United to 13-3-1 overall and gives them a great shot at winning the OAA Red Conference. And to Petoskey wrestler Trevor Swift. The junior earned a first-place finish in the Northern Michigan Championships, beating Oscoda's Anthony Ward in the title match. Swift is now 32-1 this year. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash Aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. When watching a college or NBA game, the last two minutes of the game can seem like it takes forever, especially in recent years where more and more judgment calls made by officials are subject to instant replay. At the high school level, video is not used to make a ruling or confirm or overturn a call made during the course of the contest. The only time video review is used in basketball at the high school level is at the MHSAA semi and final games. In these games, video review can be used only to determine if a shot was released in time at the end of the fourth quarter or overtime, or if that shot was a two-point or a three-point field goal attempt. MHSAA believes that this very limited use of replay in these games, at the very end of the tournament series in boys and girls basketball, is the right call. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. On the list of people who helped advance high school cross-country and track and field in Michigan, Charlie Jankey's name is certainly on it, up near the top. He was the track and cross-country coach at Jackson High, starting in 1966, up until 1990 in track, in 2003 in cross-country, but he still stayed connected to the sports. Jankey was a member of the Michigan Interscholastic Track Coaches Association, and he was inducted into their Hall of Fame and the Michigan High School Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Cross-country course at Ellis Sharp Park in Jackson is named for Jenke. Unfortunately, Charlie Jenke passed away on December 30th at the age of 85. He was a native of Detroit and attended Central Michigan to play football before getting into educational athletics. 
but he will certainly be missed. His presence in both track and cross country will be felt for years to come, especially in the Jackson area. Read more about Charlie at secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. Looking for quality gasoline and diesel fuels? Try Lights Petroleum in Elma has fast, dependable service and delivers quality gasoline and diesel fuels right to your farm with commercial and residential delivery also available. Try Lakes Petroleum is locally owned with quality service, competitive pricing, and experienced drivers. Try Lakes Petroleum offers farm credit and fuel budget plans and is ready to serve you. Contact Scott Capen today at 989-620-7527 or Try Lakes Petroleum at 989-463-6445 or visit them on the web at trylakesllc.com. Buy direct and save with Try Lakes Petroleum serving customers for over 40 years. If you are looking for a fresh financial start, then we can help at Gratiot Community Credit Union with two locations to serve you in Ithaca or Alma. Hi, I'm Cole Blair, Indirect Officer at Gratiot Community Credit Union. Did you know that we offer indirect lending? It's true. What is indirect lending? Well, it's on-the-spot financing at your local dealership. All you have to do is tell your dealership that you want to finance your vehicle with Gratiot Community Credit Union. It's just that easy. Not a member? Not a problem. You can become a member right there at the dealership. Gratiot Community Credit Union offers great rates and lots of amazing benefits when you become a member. So, if a new vehicle is in your future, make sure you tell your dealer that you would like to take advantage of Gratiot Community Credit Union's indirect lending and become a member today. For more information about indirect lending, check us out on the web at gratiotcu.org or stop in one of our two locations in Ithaca or Elma. Gratiot Community Credit Union is where dreams become a reality and is an equal housing lender and is federally insured by the NCUA. Getting you up and off to work each morning. Every morning, I just think you're the best. Bob and Jerry on 104.9 WQBX. Welcome back to the Pizza One Minute Halftime Report. 38-26, Freeland with the lead here. Elma actually wins the second quarter. That's the good really? news. The bad news is they had to put up 21 points to do it, and they only clawed back one from being down 18-5 to that briefly turned into 22-6, to the biggest Freeland lead. Uh, was 17, I think, maybe 18. Uh, but Elma does get a little bit back, and they have definitely showed an ability to be successful when Alex Dooley is on the bench. Um, you know, if, I, if I'm Oh, Elma, yeah. When Dooley's on the bench, Elma's highly successful. <laughs> Dooley with two fouls and, and just four points in the first half. So if I'm Elma, I would key on trying to snag another yeah. foul or two for him because that seems to be the only time that Elma's offense really functions. Freeland's offense continues to function just fine without Dooley, uh, but extremely well when he's in there. Yeah, I think I'd just kind of start picking at him and picking at him and picking at him and see if I get under his skin at all. But uh, Josh Elliott remains a nemesis of Elma after 30 points in the first matchup, 12 in the first half. Cullen LeBaron, nine on three triples. Jacob Kundinger, kind of the surprise, comes in off the bench and scores eight, and then Huckabee had five. Dooley, as we said, had four. Dooley is a finalist for the Scholar-Athlete Award from the MHSAA this year, so congratulations to him for that one. of A number of finalists from Freeland. Freeland had three different folks named finalists in the Scholar-Athlete, so congratulations to them. Over on Elma's side, a pair of players with nine. That's Connor Lemerand and Sam Rosales. 
but Michael Howie, Elma's leading scorer at over 14 a game, held to two. The first bucket of the game. Yeah, and so that's that's now a combined two points in the first half of the last two games for Michael. That's a had problem. A, had a great second half against Garber, but they need him to do that again tonight. Sam Lapine with four, Delvon Pasco Ward one, Mason Stambaugh had the early point, but then picked up those two fouls, and that cost Elma a little bit because you talked about how well they were functioning with his assertiveness out there early. Right. Stambaugh gets the start. To begin the second half as Elma has the ball trailing 38-26. Gonzalez drives in, passes it out to Stambo, who slides to his right. They drop it off. It's interesting. Elma's got both their posts over on the left side here. It's true. Both Lapine and Howie shaded to that side at the moment. The three guards holding court on the right. And they're both outside the perimeter. At the moment. And a try from just inside the three-point line is blocked for Lapine. Lemorand, and it turns into an outlet and a fast break deuce for Elliott at the other end. Two shot blocks for Josh Elliott here in this game. Yeah, looks pretty good doing it, too. Makes it 40-26. to 26. Elma, a deep lob. Nice pass from Stambaugh, and a catch and finish by Lapine. I thought the pass everybody. was late, but apparently not. Well, he can be late as long as it's high enough going to Lapine. Sam just had to leap to pull her down. Kowalski through LeBaron. Starts to cut towards the basket, but Rosales stays with him. Ball finds its way to Elliott on the right. Uli rotates underneath. Going to work one-on-one -on -one against Lapine. Knows that won't work very well, so he passes it out to LeBaron. And that, or sorry, to Huckabee, and he finds Kowalski for a wide-open three in the corner, and now it's Jacob Kowalski giving Freeland a 15-point lead. Have to find some offense in a hurry and get some stops all at one time. Otherwise, it's too far back. Howie misses from the elbow, and Freeland makes it a one-and-done possession. 6.20 to play in the third. Elliott down the lane. Nice bounce pass across. Dooley takes the shot. Lapine fouls him and will make Alex earn it at the line. That's a good foul. Yeah, Sam. smart foul. This whole Freeland team, they just impressed me with their instinctive knowledge of where to go with the next pass. Sure. These guys have been on varsity a long time. That's true. These are familiar faces. Dooley, a multi-year varsity player who's tagged Elma for a number of receiving touchdowns on the football field. First free throw good and the second as well. Pair for Dooley gives him 6-45-28 back to a 17-point Freeland edge. Sam Lapine from the top of the key. Over to the right to Stambaugh. Dribbles down the lane. Double teamed there. Looks for a little help. Passes it out. Lemoran, a deep three-point look and gets that one to go. 12 for yeah, Lemoran. Probably wasn't his best, but he got it. We, we started talking about it in a game, about game four, but that is now 13 games in a row for Lemoran in double figures. Elliott down the lane. Spins, throws up a little hook shot too strong. Rebound bounces away, and eventually Stambaugh comes out of the fray with it. Races the other direction. Spinning down the lane, wow. but he shot it right in the side of the backboard. Lost. I mean, if he would have made it, it would have been pretty incredible. Yeah. But Lost his perspective, I think, on where he was and recognized he had to get the ball out of his hands or he was just going to be out of bounds. Or traveling or, yeah. or something. Eventually, out of all of that, Freeland comes away with the basketball on the arrow. Huckabee gets it back after a little give and go with Dooley. Now back to Dooley as he circles to the basket. Howie tries to defend, but Dooley, a nice finish. He's got eight. Elma just missing on the switches again. 47-31, 5-14 to play in the third. 
Gonzalez for the Panthers. A bounce inside to Lemoran, backdoors it over to Stamball, but misses along the baseline. Offensive rebound, Lapine faces up, shot too oh. long. And that one's rebounded by Jacob Kowalski. Alma leaving a few good opportunities unclaimed. And that's not going to help. Oh, my, Alma got away with one as Rosales made a lot of contact with Dooley. Dooley couldn't catch the pass. And now Dooley gets back into the play. Got a guy wide open the down there. Tulapine. Elma's just jogging back. They're oh, not even trying to get look back. Look at this. Dooley drives coast to coast for an uncontested layup, passing two Elma players along the way. I'd be putting a fresh five in if I were Chris Brown after I watched there, that right there. There's the full timeout. Freeland by 18, their biggest lead of the night. 49-31. We'll be back. Greetings from Central Michigan News for Did you know that one in three young people don't have a positive adult mentor in their life? This is the very reason we are doing whatever it takes to meet young people right where they are and offer life-giving hope. Every week, our doors are open to every middle school and high school student. From weekly programming, events, trips, we are pleased to offer something for every kid. And today, more than ever, we are committed to the middle school and high school students in Gresham, Isabel County. We invite you to be a part of this story, too. Your involvement has the potential to literally save the life of a young person. To learn how you can be the story for one more student, visit www.cmyfc.net for more information and give life to your story. Freeland with the higher energy level here early in the third quarter and that has extended their lead from 12 to 18, 49 to 31. Freeland, the number nine ranked team in the state, 12-0 coming in with all but two of those victories by 17 points or more. And Rosales for Alma. Off to Lemoran, double team, Dooley almost with a steal. Lemoran kind of reaches out and says, back up. Play goes on in the hands of Rosales. 4.15 to play in the third. Sam steps to his right, dishes it off to Cade Sutherland. Cade dribbles in, kicks it out at the top of the key, handed off from Lemoranda Rosales. His three-pointer is blocked, though, by Dooley, who chases down the rebound himself. LeBaron long, slinging pass all the way into the corner. Kundinger three, good. Freeland by 21. Rosales for Elma. Freeland won the first matchup between these teams by 12, but a huge lead tonight. Rosales all the way cross court over to Howie. Ball fake, dribbles in, then just starts trucking with it and eventually gets tangled up, and that'll be Dooley's third. Need to get his fourth right away. Belma's going to have much hope of coming back in this. Howie can't guard him when Michael tries to take him off the dribble. Or he can't guard du Howie Dooley. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Dooley can't guard Howie off the dribble. Well, that might be the recipe to try to snag that fourth foul. He plays on. Howie gets lost in the inbounds play, gets himself an open layup, but misses it, gets the rebound, misses the putback as well. And Huckabee says enough of that for Freeland. Huckabee rolls a pass inside. Dooley against Pasco Ward. A little fake then turns to his right, but misses his own shot in the lane. Nice move, but doesn't get the finish. Lemoranda Howie. Over on the left-hand side, bounces it back out to Lemoranda, who makes the catch, calls for a screen. Rosales heads the other way. Now Sutherland. Hands it off to Rosales. Loops it on the weave to Lemoran and back out to Sutherland. Three minutes to play in the third. Cade rotating across the lane. Floats one home. Nice shot there by Sutherland. Pretty shot from Sutherland there. 
Cuts the lead to 19, 52 to 33, but it's a long ways back for Alma. Kowalski getting hounded by Sutherland up the floor, and eventually the whistle blows. It was only a matter of time on that one. Right, yeah, Kowalski had better position all the way up the floor. Elma's going to go to Hunter. They're going to go Hunter and Pasco Ward down in the paint. You just tell those guys, crank the energy level up to 11. Give us as much as you can. Elliott returns. I don't think Chris Brown's happy with his starting posts right, right now. Blanchard off to Kundinger. And now to Elliott. Kundinger from the corner. Lemoran comes out on him. Freeland goes inside, and Pasco Ward called for a push in the back of Blanchard. Third Elma team foul. 52-33, 2.32 to play in the third. Freeland up in this one. Freeland has a tough district matchup. They'll have to get through Carlton, who's 12-1, to get out of district play. Underneath, Elliott got trapped under the basket, thought he got fouled. No such luck. All the way the other direction, and Lemoran just a little too fast, misses the layup. Rebound to Kowalski. Once in a while, Lemoran will be too fast. Got and you have to be sometimes. top but. end. Freeland down low. Kundinger can't get the reverse to go. Pasco Ward, the rebound, draws a foul on Bottom Blanchard. side of that basket's gotten some action the yeah. last two possessions. Yeah, there will be some scuff marks down there underneath that backboard. Lemoran checks out. Gives Stambaugh the key of who he's defending. Three on Blanchard as well now. Going to Rosales, nice move down low. Hunter misses the finish though. Boy made a nice cut. Hunter with his hands on his head. Can't believe that one got away. Huckabee takes a look at the bench. Goes to the left hand, drives down past it. Kundinger made this corner three a minute ago. This one's well short. Rebounded by Pasco Ward. A quick outlet to Sutherland. Bounce across the lane. Nice catch by Stambaugh. Oh, not a foul. Fouled. Oh my gracious. Rebounded, though, by Pasco Ward. Elma plays on. Stambaugh right back into the play. Drives in, gets around a screen. Misses the layup. And underneath Blanchard, the rebound, Hunter fouls him. While maybe not Elma's biggest struggle in this game, Elma has missed four or five shots from close range. Sure. That could make a big difference when you're down by 19. Yeah, I would agree with that. Minute and a half to play in the third quarter as Josh Elliott brings it up. Elliott just two points here in the third. Gonzalez denies him the post entry and then dives after the ball, almost got there. Sam helps Huckabee pop right up. Sideline inbound for Freeland with a 19-point lead. Freeland uses more low-trajectory yes, bounce passes than any team I can remember. Blanchard that pivot foot's yep. not, yep. not faring real well for him uh, there. It was a bit of a pogo stick for <laughs> Blanchard and a travel. They got himself caught in a bad spot. Pasco Ward was all over him. Cade Sutherland for Elma pumps a pass down low. Finds Mason Stambaugh as we hit the final minute of the third quarter with Freeland leading by 19. Rosales, nice spin. Oh, he had an angle to get past Rosales as Blanchard, or sorry, to get past Blanchard, but didn't really accelerate. The ball eventually tipped out of bounds as Freeland does its best to recover. Elma gets another crack here. But I don't think Sam recognized that Blanchard had totally lost his balance. Otherwise, he could have sped right by. Helmet to Hunter along the right baseline. Spins in, drops it out to Sutherland. Leans across. A lot of contact Ooh. again, and Cade gets that one Yeah, Elma's not getting the whistles, that's for sure. 52-35, 40 seconds left in the third as Elliott crosses the timeline. 
Sutherland showing a nice ability to get to the bucket, though. Blanchard up top, scoops it to Huckabee. Now Elliott, contested three, and it's good right over the top of Rosales. Not a lot you can do there. 17 for Elliott. Freeland's lead is 20 in the final 20 seconds here of the third. Rosales to Sutherland. One needs a bucket here. They try to cut Pasco Ward, get it to him inside, just leaning strong. No! Oh my gracious, the ball off the top of the backboard. I don't think that should have counted, but the basket is good, and they do count it. A corner three for Freeland, and it's good from Kundinger at the end of the quarter. Big off-balance three that Elma had that one covered, actually. They certainly did, but it's Freeland by 21 as we head to the fourth on two circus plays at the end of the quarter. 58-37, back for the final eight. Hey, Jim, what's going on? I think I'm going to throw my phone through the TV. <laughs> what's up? Well, turning 65 here in a couple months, and between the telemarketing calls and the ads I see on TV with the washed-up actors and athletes, I just don't know what to do. Well, hey, I can make it easy for you. You can simply sit down with the folks with no financial. Sit down with them. Are they local? Yeah, they're actually in uh, downtown Elma. And do they charge for their services? Actually, you know, their assistance is free. One of their staff will meet with you, and since they have all the major companies, they will give you objective advice. So how do I get a hold of them? Yeah, I have one of their cards. Uh, they're over on uh, 308 Gratiot Avenue, and their phone number is 989-444-9067. Again, that's 989-444-9067. You can also contact them through the web at millsfinancial.net. So are you going to promise me that I won't run into Joe Namath? I promise. 58 to 37, Jeff. This has been a very even rivalry over the last seven years or so. The last seven years, nine Elma wins, yeah. six Freeland wins, two of those overtime games, eight more decided by 10 or less. Uh, but Freeland looking like they're going to get a sweep this year unless Elma's got a real surprise in store for the fourth. Well, Freeland's 9 of 16 from downtown in this one. They went 6 for 11 from the floor there. They were 16 of 28 from the floor in the first half. Just too many open looks. Freeland 18, 20, and 20 by quarters against an Elma team that allows just a little over 51 points a game. 58-37 as we get underway here in the fourth. Elma with the basketball. Stan to Rosales on the right wing. Sam, a couple of very vertical dribbles with it. Now off to Stambaugh. Gets around Kundinger, draws a foul on the floor, I believe. Oh, they're oh, going to give him shots. Wow. wow. That, based on when I heard that. That was is not allowed. the correct call. It was definitely a foul, but I don't think that Mason deserves to be at the line on this one. Well, I think he'll accept the shots. Surely will. Stambaugh split a pair back in the first quarter. That's his only point of the night. Wastes no time. Fires and hits. Elma just four of eight from the free throw line in that first half. That's uh, another problem they've been having is poor foul shooting of late. Hasn't really bit them except uh, you know you just you you want to be up around that seventy percent mark. Lemoran comes in for Rosales, who gets the rare rest. Second free throw from Stambaugh off to the right. Huckabee adds another rebound to his quiver. Quick pass, and LeBaron immediately bounces it into Dooley, goes over his own shoulder into the corner. And then Kundinger drives along the baseline, quickly passed out from LeBaron to Elliott. Elma's going to go back to Lapine. He stands at the scorer's table while Freeland kind of runs the weave. Huckabee up top to Dooley. Looks underneath, nothing there. Now LeBaron's able to get it down low to Huckabee. Takes the drop off. Now everybody sags and he drives it. He gets it blocked by Hunter, gets his own rebound off the block, though, and makes it on the putback. 
negating what was a terrific defensive play by Michael Hunter. Cade Sutherland for Alma. Works against LeBaron, dribbles to his right, picks his dribble up there. Now to Lamarand. And Stambaugh takes it at the top of the key. Mason sends it right. Sutherland leans in with his right shoulder, crosses across two defenders, elevates in the lane, has oh. to double clutch to get it off, does, but the shot no good. Knew that that was going to just get eaten up he by was in the air for a long time. The right decision, the ball tipped out of bounds by Freeland. Helma has another try here. Down by 22, though, with 6.25 to go. Stand ball along the baseline. Hunter gets a baseline jumper off the feed, won't go. Rebound rolls off the backside into the hands of Dooley, and he'll leave it for Elliott. Elliott with 17, a little bit below his season average, but another nice game. Freeland cycles it on the perimeter. Dooley to Huckabee, right back to Dooley, right back to Huckabee, wow. And then over to Elliott for a missed three, but a rebound goes to Huckabee. Cross court, LeBaron, there's that quick trigger three. This one's in and out, and Sutherland with a great read on the rebound. Crosses in front of Elliott, gets the board. Tries to get it to Lapine as they're quickly at the other end. That's tipped out of bounds off of Kundinger. Uh, Elma's got to drive into the heads of their players when they're going to Lapine, go up. There's no reason to go down towards the feet with a bounce pass. Just go up. Stambaugh, deep lob to Sutherland with 5.52 to play. 60-38, to 38 Freeland. Elma this time does go up, and there's the answer. Lapine with the layup, just as you described, gives Sam eight. And when he can catch it up high, he can do some damage. But when he's having to go down towards his ankles for these passes, it makes it nearly impossible for a 6'10 player. That could be to Elliott for Freeland. Up by 20. Baron across the lane. Drops it to Dooley. Hacked. I think this will be Stambaugh first. Hunter came in late, but I think you Mason can take already your pick. had him. You got that one correct. It is on Stambaugh. Three on Stambaugh, Dooley to the line. Best as I can tell, Dooley primarily being recruited for football. All-state defensive back, also played receiver. Some MIAA schools, including Elma and Trine, taking a look. Dooley makes the first. Trey Painter checks in for his first action for Elma tonight, Howie returns. And Dooley makes both. What's Freeland at the line tonight? It should be fairly decent. Uh, four for four in the second half. They only got there twice in the first half, one for two. Okay, so five of six, 83%, just not a lot of right. volume. Keen to Stambaugh. They try to get it back to Sam on the give and go. Tipped up by Dooley. Boy, he's done that a couple of times. Comes to Kundinger. Kundinger races up, finds Dooley in the corner. Stambaugh hooks him just a little bit to prevent a three-point attempt. Dropped instead to LeBaron. Now inside Elliott along the side of the lane. Spins to his right. Nice drop step. No angle off the glass, though. The shot no good. Peen the rebound for Elma. Panthers come back trailing by 22. They have, however, slowed Freeland down a bit. Just four points here in this fourth quarter after 58 through the first three. Another lob inside and Lapine the finish off yeah, the Yeah, did you see how high that one was? It was just a slow, high lob in there. the advantage down to 20. Elma will be home against Bay City John Glenn on Friday night. And an errant Elliott pass nearly decapitates 
Or Stambaugh goes out it's of bounds. John Glenn team that has struggled this year but played very well against Elma over to John Glenn. Put Elma into a significant hole early. Elma battled back. John Glenn retook the lead, and it took a really good fourth quarter for Elma to come away with a 60-51 win. Huckabee trying to get it in for Freeland with their 20-point lead here midway through the fourth from the corner. Pistro for three. This one well off. Rebound right out of the fingertips of Lemoran, but comes to Stambaugh. He gets it up. Painter bounce pass across just out of the reach of Lemoran and into the student section. Might have tried a little bit too hard to go cross on that one. Could be easy to get rushed in that situation yes. when it's your first game action in the fourth quarter. This is the first Painter has been in. Sends Soto Perez to the scorer's table as the next substitution. Baseline drive, Huckabee elevates over to Elliott. Three-point look from the corner. Long bounce off the backside of the rim to Lapine. Two outlets to Stambaugh. Final 351 of this one. Tuesday night basketball on 104.9 WQBX. Looking like Freeland will move to 13-0. Drop Elma to 10-3. With a 20-point lead as Lapine fires up a hook shot that sends him to the line. Stronger move that time from Lapine. Getting himself moving towards the basket. Elliott with the foul, his second. Lapine's first free throw bounces away. Double figure effort tonight for Lapine and Lemerand. Rosales has nine, but the real story is the number that Freeland has pulled on Michael Howey, holding him to just two points. Average of over 14 on the year. And Lapine converts the second free throw for his 11th of the night. Kowalski brings it up for Freeland. Kowalski, Pistro, Huckabee, Blanchard, and LeBaron for Coach John Fattel. Nice backdoor cut by Huckabee and a feed from Blanchard. It's an easy two. Huckabee's got nine. Lemoran racing underneath the basket, tries to reverse at the other end, comes up a ways short on that. A big smile as Huckabee gets the rebound and Howie bear hugs the basketball, the most uh, easiest, rather, jump ball call ever. Possession arrow to Freeland. A few new faces come in. Grant Backus comes back in. Tommy Melzo in. Elma goes to Dom Alba, along with Pasco Ward, Soto Perez, Painter, and Lemoran. Final three minutes and change here at Elma High School. Freeland by 21. There's the backdoor cut. And Kowalski, a nice finish. Five for Jacob. 66-43. Trey Painter controls it for Elma. Finds Lemoran, who's the primary scoring threat on the floor for the Panthers right now. Those two play catch. Ball back into Lemoran's hands, guarded by Kowalski. Underneath, Pasco Ward left wide open, and a late rotation over meets Pasco Ward. Again goes high off the glass and makes it. It's twice. Pasco Ward has gone at least 12 feet high on the ball off the backboard for buckets. Inside, Alzo over to Pistro for three, short off the front of the rim, follows, follows his shot, but Soto Perez gets there first for the board for Alma. And a timeout called by Alma with 2.17 to play. They want to get Braden Guerrero in just a 30-second timeout. We'll pause quickly, 66-45. No summer is complete without a good cookout. The next time you fire up that grill, make sure it's Hellman's broth you're throwing on for the family. Hey, it's Ryan at Hellman's Market in Elma. Stop in and grab some river delicious broth. Jalapeno, bacon and cheese, and breakfast broths, just name a few. 
And don't forget about our sandwiches and wraps for lunch. We are open at 8 a.m. Tuesday through Saturday to serve you breakfast in our brand new breakfast menu. We hope to see you soon. Elman's Meat Market in downtown Elma, open Tuesday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30, and Saturdays from 8 to 3. Follow Hellman's on Facebook and stop in for your next meal today. 66-45, Freeland by 21 here in the final couple minutes at Elma High School. Five points now for Delvon Pasco Ward off of his second second half layup. Check this before I say it for sure, but I, that is a new career high. Verdell previously four against Claire in the opener. Trey Painter in the right corner for the Panthers as we approach the two-minute mark. Inside Pasco Ward, can he add two more? Rolling around off a left hand, trying good. Seven for Pasco Ward, cuts it to 19. Kowalski brings it up for Freeland. A little bit of an errant pass. Pulls Blanchard over to the basketball. Inside Pistro goes left hand, defended by Soto Perez. And a rebound for Alba. Good minutes for Jesus Soto Perez here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, a couple of really good defensive possessions for him. He'll take it offensively over in front of the bench. Abbott inside to Alba. Steps to his right. Bounce pass off to Pasco Ward. Dell through the lane. Out through Guerrero, now over to Painter with a minute and 23 to play. 66-47, Freeland going to get the victory here tonight, but everybody playing this out to the final buzzer. Painter crosses over. Works down the right side of the lane against Melzo. Now to Albaugh, bounce back to Painter. Painter through the lane, kicked out. Oh, and he's missed it to the left. Soto Perez will run it down so that Freeland doesn't get an easy possession out of it. Caught that pass just off to the right. Luke East, who played... More minutes in the first game comes in for Freeland. Yeah, he played a lot more minutes in the first game. He's there as is junior Nathan Niederquell. One oh five to go in this one. Bacchus lobs it into Andrew Kowalski, who has checked in for his first action. Elzo now gets it off to East. Final minute, bounce to Kowalski at the left elbow. Goes cross court and driving in. Melzo blocked by Pasco Ward, but a foul. Charge. Oh, an offensive foul. Double team work from Pasco Ward and Soto Perez. And add that to Jesus's night as he takes the charge from Tommy Melzo. Trey Painter. Controls for Elma, passes it out again, uh, misses the mark. outside again. <laughs> Trying to find Soto Perez and throws that out of bounds. Just a little miscommunication between those two. Yeah, we'll see what Freeland wants to do with these final 35 seconds. These are new faces on the floor, so fully entitled to run the offense if they want. Down low to Kowalski, ball off of his fingertips, stolen by Soto Perez. Up comes Painter, drives left, tries to bounce. A bit outside off. again. <laughs> Looking for Pasco Ward, can't find him either. For, for as well as Soto Perez is playing on one end of the floor, Painter's having some struggles. And, you know, Trey's played big minutes this year. That Kind of unlike him to yeah, struggle. Yeah, different role that yeah. he's being asked to play right now. Quill into the front court. Guerrero provides some pressure in the final 15 seconds. Pokes the ball loose a couple times, but Quill runs it down. And slings it over through traffic. A lot of steps. It up, drops it off. Kowalski elevates. And he's going to go to the line for two with two seconds to go. A whole lot of steps taking place. Foul on Alba. 
Alski will dry the shoes. Let's see if he can add two more. And a quieter fourth quarter for Freeland, but if Kowalski makes both, they'll hit double digits. He's got the first. Well, big man had a gentle touch on those two. two. Smooth foul shots and a long three-point try from Painter. No good at the buzzer. The final margin is 21-68-47. Freeland, they moved to 13-0, undefeated in Tri-Valley Conference play as well. Alma drops to 10-3 with three conference losses. We'll pause, come back with a post-game show brought to you by Celiato Sales from Alma High School. Final once again, Freeland 68, Alma 47. the final score here. Freeland over the Elma Panthers by 21 in a very solid start to finish performance from John Fattel's crew. Uh, they, they surged ahead late in the, in the first quarter uh, and what eventually turned into a 16-0 run into the early second quarter took a 22-6 lead. Uh, Elma cut that down a bit, got it back to nine. Uh, but Freeland called a timeout. They put Alex Dooley back in the game with two fouls. Yes, that was a smart and, move. And they surged ahead from there. And uh, Dooley, even though he contributes 12 of the points, Elliott led the way with 17. I still felt like he was the key. If you looked at the plus-minus yes. numbers like they do in hockey, 
It was when yep. it was when Dooley was on the floor that Freeland was at its best. Yeah, for me, that's the game-winning move by Coach John Fattel is when he put him back in as soon as Elma made that run, uh, slammed the door, ball game was over. Um, Freeland played well. Elma did not play well. Um, and that's what we got, essentially. Uh, it's, you know, I think Freeland played, I would say, about the same as in the first game, wouldn't you? Similar, yeah, yeah, a similar yeah, pro- ball game. Probably so, probably so. I mean, it came from different places. They it were, did. It was a deeper performance. I mean, you certainly yeah. didn't see 14 from Kunde uh, in no. the first game. No. They had more weapons. Um, no, but I, I felt like yeah. they played a similar game to what they did the first time out, and uh, I felt that Elma was just kind of lacking yeah. well, at times. And, and the thing to remember, you know, so many times you talk about that, oh, you know, we didn't play our best fourth. That's what good teams do to you. Oh, that, that exactly, When you play yeah. against a good team, you don't end up feeling like you played your best because they force you into mistakes that you don't make against lesser right. teams. They put you into situations. They wear you out. Um, and, and I think there were certain moments where, where Elma – maybe felt like they were outmatched and, and wasn't able to raise its intensity level yeah. the same way that they would have wanted to. Uh, I, I don't feel like that's a team that you sit there and say, we can't beat that team. Oh, them. no, no, not at all. And we'll, we'll find out a little bit more as we bring Panther coach Chris Brown in here on the Sealy Auto Sales postgame show. Uh, and coach, obviously not the result that you wanted. You wanted another crack at these guys. They came out, uh, you know, ready to roll. A big run at the end of the first quarter, end of the second. You guys made a nice response, and they brought Alex Dooley back in with two fouls, went on their own run at that point, uh, and from there it was just hard to find your way back into the game. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, they were a buzzsaw tonight, and uh, I thought we were a little more prepared. I guess I'm a little disappointed in in our group overall because I thought we looked extremely passive at times. Uh, and some of our guys that we rely on, uh, I, I'm just, I thought they looked fat out afraid, and that falls on me. I didn't have them prepared enough, so we need to do a better job in practice. And, uh, you know, the hope is that we see these guys again in the regional. Uh, we got a lot of work to do in the next month before then if we can get to that point because uh, you saw how good these guys are. What, what do you look for? Obviously, that's a hypothetical game. They've got a very difficult district with Carlton in it, and you've got to win a district yourself. But if you see this team again, what do you look to do differently? Where do you find that edge to be more aggressive, to not potentially be a little intimidated by how well they move the ball? And obviously, them getting out to the quick start didn't help with that tonight. But, but where do you focus against a team like this that obviously is experienced and doesn't make a lot of mistakes? Uh, yeah, they're pretty poised. They have a lot of pieces, both inside and out. Huckabee, they just don't—they don't get rattled. You can see that they've been through it. Uh, nothing really phases them too much. And in, in the game films that I've watched, even when they're down, it's business as usual, and they don't—they uh, just don't get rattled. So right now, we've got to be better starting defensively uh, against their Princeton offense. Um, we weren't. We didn't do what we wanted to do as well, obviously, as we wanted to do it. I thought we were a little bit more prepared because we practiced really well the last two days. I think a lot of it's confidence right now. Um, and maybe that sounds weird to say. Uh, after we've won four in a row and you're 10-2, and two, you think, well, you should have good confidence. Um, apparently we don't. Uh, so – we got we got to work on that. Well, and and I think it's kind of what you've you've hit on that these guys look different. This is kind of the one thing that maybe 
your unit hasn't had as much success against. And you've got to, you know, just get into their heads that, hey, we've done just fine against everybody else. These guys got to throw the ball through a hoop that's the same size as everything else. They may run in a little different direction, but we're still out there with the same group that's won 10 games. And, you know, you hope at some point that clicks and then you go from there. That's got to come from me and that's got to come from our senior leadership, bottom line. What, you know, one of the things, obviously, is you look up and down the score sheet, normal contributions point-wise for most people, but they really took Michael Howie out of the action. Yep. What, what can you do to find more opportunities for him? Well, we put in a new set for him uh, the other day, and we tried to focus on him a little bit more. Uh, they're, they're pretty good defensively. I don't think they're overly great athletes, but I think they're in the right spots at the right time. Uh, we got to make some adjustments, some big ones. Looking at one of the real positives of this game, obviously it wasn't a game where you wanted to have the bench in at the end, but I thought you got some great minutes out of Jesus Soto Perez, that he was out there everywhere, had a steal, had a couple of rebounds. Um, you got to love to see those minutes when those guys get out there and they spend it right out on the game. Yeah, because those guys are there every day. They might not be getting the, a ton of minutes in game action, but they're working as hard as everybody else in, in practice every single day. And they're guys that we, that we count on in practice every single day. And they're pushing hard and they're making each other better. They're getting better at the same time. You know, it goes back to our slogan of iron sharpens iron. It takes your teammates, it takes someone else to push you to get to where you want to be. And, and for Juice and Braden and Dom, and, uh, you know, Mike Hunter got some extended minutes tonight. For some of those guys to get in, uh, Del, not in the Del had a career high with seven. Uh, he, and he plays good defense, and he's tough when he's in there. Um, you know, obviously you'd rather it be in a different kind of situation where we're up, uh, but it wasn't tonight. Obviously, no time to lick your wounds. John Glenn comes in on Friday night, a team that pushed you in the first half and again in the third quarter over there. What do you look forward to on Friday? Yeah, they've got a couple good posts and a couple good guards, and I know they're hungry to win ball games right now. Um, they just played Sunday night as well at Garber, um, we, and we want to get back on the winning track, especially here at home. So uh, we're going to have a couple tough, tough practices the next couple days. Oh, very good. We'll see you on Friday night. Obviously not the yeah. result you look for tonight, but we'll see for you. See you for good things on Thank Friday. You. All right, Panther coach Chris Brown quickly run through those final scoring numbers. First four, Elma in defeat. Connor Lemerand leads the way with 12. Sam Lapine had 11. Nine from Sam Rosales. All of those came in the first half. Kate Sutherland had four. Mason Stambaugh, two. Delvon Pascoe Ward, a really nice game with seven. Two from Michael Howie, though, uh, certainly well below his season average. And credit Freeland defensively for taking him out of the action. For Freeland, Josh Elliott led the way 17 tonight. That's a combined 47 over the two games against Elma this year. Alex Dooley, a great game with 12, 14 from Jacob Kundinger off the bench. That was the sort of surprise that we had not seen in Freeland stats coming in. Bryson Huckabee had nine. Cullen LeBaron hit three triples in the first half for nine. Jacob Kowalski with five. And Andrew Kowalski, a couple of free throws at the end for two. That'll wrap things up for tonight. Jeff's going to have Elma College women's basketball for you tomorrow, a 7.30 start against Adrian. Coach's show on Thursday. And then doubleheader basketball for you here with the high school Boys and girls action starting at 6 o'clock against, against Bay, Bay City, City John, John Glenn. Glenn. I'm working on it. I'll get there on Friday night. So lots more opportunities for sports yep. here on 104.9 WQBX this week. We need a player of the game on the Sealy Auto Sales postgame show, and we think it's probably Connor Lemmer and leading the yep. way with 12. Yep. Uh, 
Connor was Connor tonight. That's yeah. that's what you get out of Lemoran. You know, once in a while he'll explode for 20 or something, but you get times. 12 to 13, 14 points out of him so often. He did exactly what Connor Lemoran is supposed to do in this ball game. Just need yep. to get some help. Yep, you just you just need a lot of Connor Lemorans yep. out there. Exactly. So that'll wrap things up from here. Freeland winners tonight for Jeff Somerville. I'm Topher Goggin signing off. Final score again from Elma High School. Freeland over Elma, moving to 13 and 0. Elma drops to 10 and 3. 68 47. Your final. This has been a live presentation of. Clarkston.